listening to Inside Biotech, an exciting new podcast from Biotech Connection Los Angeles, which focuses on the science behind SoCal's most innovative new biotech companies. For those listeners who don't know, BCLA is an organization dedicated to inspire, educate, and connect emerging scientists and entrepreneurs to grow and diversify biotech in LA. My name is Dr. Yuande Pierce, and I am the podcast host for BCLA. Welcome to episode three of Inside Biotech. If you want to stay informed about current progress and developments in biotech, then you've definitely come to the right place, and I hope that you'll keep coming back. Each month, I'll be talking with different scientists, entrepreneurs, and investors about the cutting-edge science that goes on inside their companies, touching on a range of themes from across Southern California's biotech industry. We are continuing our series theme, Alternative Careers in Biotech, where we explore the science behind companies that stand out from the biotech landscape for breaking the status quo. So let me ask you something. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Well, if you're a cat person, then you have this in common with over 771,000 Los Angeles households. Humans are the best friends, cats, unfortunately are often ignored in scientific research and endeavors when compared to dogs. Meet the SoCal company that is trying to change the tides in favor of our feline friends, Basepaws. This company is focusing to bring feline research to the forefront. Their goal is to build the world's largest feline genomics database. Learning genomic information about cats is extremely important because it enables us to better learn about caring about cats. Using DNA and a genomic library, we can learn more about diseases, health issues, and traits to create the best products for cats that are possible. We sat down with founder and, of course, cat lover Anna Skyer of Basepaws to learn more about how she is making sure our fluffy friends have more products in store and better treatments for their diseases. That interview up next. Hi, Anna. It's so great to have you as a guest on Inside Biotech. We're very excited to talk to you today about base pores. So let's start with a very obvious question, which is why cats? It's a three-pronged answer. Number one, I'm a huge cat person. Two of my cats are laying here on my desk as we speak. And one of my cats early on was sick. And one of the things that came up was that it had a genetic disorder. Unfortunately, we found out too late and had a test like Basepaws been available on the consumer level, so something that I could have just easily bought online and tested, we probably could have saved my my old cat's life. That was one of the main reasons the company was started and with a focus on cats, but there's actually two other reasons. Number one, or number two, I guess, is that cats are majorly underfunded and understudied in science, something like 10 to 1 in terms of how much work is being done on on dogs versus cats. If you look at publications, there's just so much fewer uh, when it comes to cats. However, cats are, are very, very interesting, especially as models for humans, starting from things like drug development, vaccine development. The more we know about cats, the more we can shape our own therapeutic discovery or even understanding of our own genetics. And I didn't know any of those last things when I started the company. What I really wanted was just to learn more about my own cat. Originally, we were called 23 and Meow, and that just gives you an idea of what we originally thought we were going to be, just a cat DNA test. Let's just learn all we can genetically about cats. And you know that was three and a half years ago, and we've just grown so much since then. The name is different, the, the focus is different, but at our core, 
we're still very much a cat company. That's awesome. I too am a big cat fan. In fact, my cat <laughs> is over there in another room because he loves to just sit on my laptop and that wouldn't be good for recording <laughs> the episode. I did giggle when you said it was going to be called 23 and meow. <laughs> I do love a pun. And I agree. It's actually quite surprising. Dogs and cats both have, you know, I assume relatively similarly large genomes with lots to understand about them. So it's interesting that that area of the field is actually underfunded. So, I mean, this company is absolutely fantastic and super niche, which is why we were so interested in hearing more about Basepaws. So I'm interested to find out how was the process starting it and how was the community support, for example? Tell us a bit about the process. I'm sure that there are lots of cat lovers who jumped at the opportunity to be able to find out more about their little furry friends. Sure. And you know, when you say it's niche, I've got to tell you, there's 100 million cats in America alone, more cats than dogs. At this point, I think it is fair to say that cats are no longer niche and cat products and especially cat companies are not niche at all. We're serving a massive, massive market. One third of Americans, every third American has a cat in their home. And these pets, you know, sleep on their beds, eat their food crawl on their computers. And there's just not a lot of products in comparison to dogs and definitely in comparison to humans. There's just not a lot of products available for them. And it's just really sad. I mean, you know, for yourself, walk into a pet food store, how much of the store is dedicated to canines and how much of it is dedicated to felines? I mean, we'd be lucky if one fifth is given to cats. Often it's one tenth. It's that a few shelves in the back, you know, it's very, very unfortunate. And yet the community of cat owners is massive and they're very, very hungry for innovation and they're very, very hungry for new products. And we know that because a big part of how we got started was community development. Um, mm -hmm. I would, I would call that kind of citizen science. When you hear the word citizen science, you might hear things like Kickstarter. That's a lot of how citizen science projects get funded. We didn't do a Kickstarter. Basebuzz actually was funded early on by, by venture funding. And that is because once you start talking about how big the space is, the value of growing a company in the feline space becomes very obvious to, to even investors. And early on, we really got our footing with working directly with the customers, directly with our community. How do we do that? We've got a lot of different communities, mostly on social media. So we have tens of thousands of people that follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we, got we have tens of thousands of customers that have signed up to receive our newsletters. And that is what builds the interest in genetics. But it actually has a, a much more serious focus. For us, community is data collection. As with 23andMe, the value of something like BaseBuzz isn't necessarily in doing the individual direct-to-consumer DNA test. It is in seeing trends, finding signal in the noise when you have access to so much data. And BaseBuzz has millions of data points when it comes to both genetic data, phenotype data, and, and now microbiome data. And that is the value of our community. It's not only were the individual cat owners on things like Facebook, they were the first ones to really generate the noise mm -hmm. about Base Buzz. 
but it's also them with their constant answering our questions and it's constant submission of samples that is helping us grow what at this point is the largest database of feline genomic and microbiome data in the world. And just imagine what we can do with having so much data, just you know, thinking about discovering new therapeutics or discovering new foods or just building any new product with so much data as our base, we are going to be building some really, really unique products soon. That is so cool to hear. And actually, as you were describing your community and how much potential there is in the cat genome, I'm not surprised. 23andMe and the focus on understanding more about ourselves really has exploded over the past 10 years. And equally, people do love their cats. It isn't niche in the way that, you know, people don't appreciate cats. But I think it's really clever how you have occupied this corner of the market and seen that opportunity. As you're talking about Facebook and the support that you had from the community, it made me think of that fantastic documentary don't f with cats oh, uh, i don't know if you've I seen could it not watch it no i, I mean watch it. <laughs> i can watch it for a my... year and watched <laughs> it recently for the reason that you probably didn't want to watch it but actually what it really focuses on is people's love of cats and what they'll do to come together to defend cats and the community out there who absolutely adore cats is really really strong so I can only yeah I'm absolutely sure that your community were really behind base paws when it first started it really was and and as a fellow cat owner you know that we tend to be so the largest subreddit or it was like a year ago largest subreddit has been cats cats rule the internet and yet with all these cat pictures online there's just still so much misunderstanding, so much just mm. lack of knowledge when it comes to these cats. I mean, there are there are children from many millennials that haven't had a family yet. These are this is our family, and if anything, it's you know the pet space in general is just the most resilient space. It it grew almost ten percent last year, whereas most of the other verticals and industries have fallen. Um, it's an incredibly resilient space with incredibly resilient people that would rather pay for their pets to be happy and healthy than even for themselves or even for their kids. So it's a, it's a wonderful, crazy, wacky community that I'm just so proud to be a part of and building products for myself. I mean, for anyone out there who's listening that wants to you know, build a company, build products for yourself build products that you yourself will use. Mm -hmm. And it's just so much fun to be sitting here working and just always having my cats in front of me, knowing that what I'm doing, I'm doing for them. It's so wonderful to hear the authenticity in the way that you describe base paws and the motivations behind starting it. And I share your enthusiasm. Once again, into a more technical question now, which is regarding your main goal as a company. So how does sequencing a genome work for those out there who aren't familiar with genomics? And what is a genome library and how can they be species specific? What is the process like to make one? So I'm going to have to say right here that although this is my company and I founded the company, I have an amazing co-founder and operating officer, chief operating officer of BaseBuzz, and he is an Oxford-educated geneticist and would be super happy to sit here with you and take you through <laughs> all of the details of the science and exactly what is it that we do. I probably would not be the best person for that, but I'll tell you a few things that I think really matter when it comes to 
this company in particular. Number one is most genomic companies that are direct to consumer genomics, including 23andMe and, and many other ones that, that you've heard of, rely on an, an a slightly antiquated technology called the microarray. Microarray has been around for a very, very long time. It's basically a piece of hardware that is purchased from large companies like Illumina. And this piece of hardware is is not animal agnostic. It is specific for the pet that you want or the genome that you want to sequence. When BaseBus started in 2018, and uh, we started doing a lot of our R&D. We, we actually we were founded in 2017, but it really wasn't until end of 2018 that we had our, even our first MVP. And it just, you know, all the R&D that goes into starting a biotech. And when we first started working on this company, we first started looking at the science and, you know, asking ourselves these questions that you were just asking me, very quickly realized there is no microarray for cats that we could use. There there really wasn't, again, you know, cats underfunded, understudied, underdeveloped in terms of products, even things like, like these hard science products. And so we've gone a different route. And very lucky for us, we were able to develop a test using a slightly more, at that point, this was like three years ago, what I would say was a bit more unique technology, but I, I, now in 2021, it's definitely considered one of our key secret sausage slash one of the one of the moats that we've created for ourselves. And so we use next generation sequencing technology. And because we have so much data, we've created a, a massive imputation engine that can take very little sequencing data. So when I say, when you hear next generation sequencing, you probably hear about, you know, sequencing a human genome, which, you know, at this point takes about a thousand dollars. We have used a very similar technology. So we also do whole genome sequencing, but instead of going and spending a thousand dollars and going very, 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 very deep and sequencing the whole genome, we sequence very little of it, mm -hmm. uh, about one X versus about 30 X, which is what you would have if you were working with whole genome sequencing. And then the rest is imputed and it's imputed based on all of these cats that we have in our database. And at this point, you know, BaseFaz has been around for three plus years. We've been collecting data. We've been sequencing cats from all over the world, having a very nice distributed database. So we can sequence very little, pay very little for that sequencing and impute much of the rest. And that imputation work is good enough for us to create multiple different products from it. One is our breed DNA product, and the other one will be a microbiome product as well. That science, so not using an array, but using whole genome sequencing, NGS, and imputation, that science has been incredibly powerful for us, particularly because A, there was no array for cats, but B, we are the first really to create this breed product. Many cat owners, I'm sure yourself included, who always wondered, huh, I know there's cat breeds out mm -hmm. there. I'm pretty sure my cat isn't a purebred, but man, it'll be really cool to know if it's closer to some breed than others, or it's got this cool pattern. Could that, can she be a Siamese? Or is there, you know, is there some other breed? Hey, kind of, can my cat's genetics be similar to some breed than others? Our technology is the first in the world and continues to be the only in the world that can tell you the breed groups and you know which breeds are closer to your cat so that's a little bit about our science i won't go any any further into it in terms of just you know the deeper dive into it but we are very very proud of being based on sequencing versus arrays and that will continue to drive much of the innovation that we're doing right now
We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Callie Xiao, the Media Marketing Lead at BCLA, and I'm here with some messages from our sponsors. At the Bridge Institute at USC, convergent scientific efforts seek to develop new treatments, diagnostics, and devices to solve the greatest challenges of the 21st century, including cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and diabetes. One program, the Pancreatic Beta Cell Consortium, represents a priority commitment to the construction of a detailed virtual 3D model of the pancreatic beta cell and its components. Completion of this wholesale model is critical for development of next-generation treatments for diabetes. For more information, visit us on the web at bridge.usc.edu or email us at bridgeinstitute.usc.edu. The Magnify Incubator at UCLA's California Nanosystems Institute provides co-working laboratory resources for early-stage startup companies working on scientific innovations to address unmet needs. In addition to infrastructure and resources, Magnify also provides access to mentorship, partnerships, and UCLA's vibrant research community. To learn more and apply for space at Magnify, visit magnify.cnsi.ucla.edu today. for sharing those insights I feel like we got a really good <laughs> a bit of science there that will help the listeners to understand what kind of genomic testing happens at base pause I feel very seen when you were talking about the question mark of <laughs> over <laughs> what breed is my cat I adopted my cat five months ago oh, and awesome. yeah he is so sweet and I'm I swear that he might have some mancoon in him so I've been on the internet googling different features of a mancoon and what the behavioral traits are so I'm feeling very inspired to order myself a kit to find out the answer and I think especially in a city like LA where there's a lot of animal adoption cats and dogs I think we all share that same question so that leads me to my other question that I had which was about what the most common concerns are that come up with testing so focusing on breeding is really interesting to owners I think but are there any concerns that come up as you're talking about your initial inspiration for the company is just wishing that this kind of testing was available for your own cat so I wonder if there is anything that is common that comes up yes absolutely so baseball looks at the breeds and the breed groups and we're very very careful to explain that cat breeds are not like dog breeds your mixed breed cat it did not come from a purebred ancestor. It's just that some of its DNA is similar to some of the purebred's DNA. And people really get excited about that. But I think what they're most interested in, and when I, when I interview our customers and, and ask them why they've purchased our product, it's really more about the health markers. Mm. We have 150 health markers. It's a panel that's been developed with veterinarians. And we really believe that that is by far the most powerful part of our test. Did you know that 
more than half of all cats that live at home, so more than 50% of all cats, don't see a veterinarian annually. And because of that, they develop problems that are, by the time you see the problem at home and you bring your cat to the vet, many times it's too late. It costs you a lot of money. And cats specifically are known to hide pain. It is a genetic uh, mechanism they develop in the wild. If something is wrong, they will not tell you. And so doing preventative testing, and a lot of that has to do with genetics and biome testing, is incredibly important specifically for cat parents like us. We have very early noticed that genetics is just a part of it. We also do a product around dental and dental biome. And everything I just said is is way more important even on the dental side because when a cat has a dental problem, gums, teeth, periodontal disease, gingivitis, you will never know. You will never go into their mouth. The cat will never tell you. And by the time you notice, gums are bleeding, teeth are falling out, and it's costing you thousands of dollars. So we're huge believers as a company, me personally, in early recognition. And I can't think of a better way to do early recognition than understanding genetics. Because at that point, you really know if something is going to happen later on in life, or you have peace of mind that something doesn't. So I'll just give you some kind of ideas. So things that we test for, we test for, for example, we test for PKD, which is polycystic kidney disease, which is the most common genetic disease in cats. There's a marker for it. There's multiple markers for it. We test for that. What is PKD for your listeners that don't know? It causes kidney failure at a very, very young age. If you if you have PKD, there's usually no treatment, but you can manage it much, much better with diet change, with, with things like fluid therapy, and it can be systematically managed with medication. However, first of all, there's breeders that don't do genetic testing and they breed cats that have PKD, which is which is a huge red flag. And so we, we try to work with breeders to make sure that they do DNA testing. But for, for cat parents like ourselves, knowing that your cat has PKD, again, the most common genetic disease in cats, there's a lot of things that you can do. You can monitor for quality of life. You can talk to your veterinarian about it. You can do exams. You can do blood work. You can change diet. I mean, it really empowers you. And yet, it, I mean, it's shocking to me that a DNA test, which, by the way, is available for cats, dogs, humans, is at this point so low cost, mm-hmm. it's about $100. It opens up an enormous amount of information for you. It, it can change. In many cases, it changes the way that your your pet lives, and yet we still don't do it. So it's it, there's and and PKD is just one example. There's lots of examples where you know hugely important markers that we test for that are available. That if known, if you take that you know take it to your vet, you can create a program that will make your cat live longer. And yet it just isn't done. So I'm here to educate all of us, cat parents, veterinarians, breeders alike, to do this early, do this often and just have a better life for your pet. It's actually kind of extraordinary that Baseballs has only been around for a few years because as you describe the power in in the services and the products you provide, it's almost like a non-brainer, like a no-brainer to be able to 
prepare for the care of your cat, which I think most cat owners would agree. You know, you love your cat. They're priceless for $100. It's an amazing uh, product to have available. So I'm really glad that we're able to share this with listeners because I'm sure there are a few people who were not aware that this was even possible. Also staying on the topic of traits and testing, I wonder if there are any rare behavioral traits that you have come across that your products are able to capture. Do you look into particular behaviors? Yes. And we're still quite early. I mentioned we have 150 health markers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the dog dog companies have something like 350. Human companies have thousands. So we're still early on in terms of understanding what are the traits and what are the what are the different things that we can test for? We are rolling out a completely new section of our test, probably sometime in April of this year. And we'll have traits like polydactyly on there. We'll have traits like coat color. We'll have traits like coat length. I think we, we're just finishing up kind of the full overview of what those traits are going to be. You guys are getting the very, very early preview of what's being rolled out. Um, <laughs> I think there is, there's a trait for Manx tail, which is the stubby little tail that some cats have. I believe that's going to be a part of the new report as well. So those are some of the traits that are being rolled out. The beautiful thing about Basebuzz is, again, because we are based on NGS, our product, and, and if we we're based on a, an array, um, whatever you put on the array, when you decide to create it to test, you really can't add anything else. The array is done. Uh, and for example, let's say if there's a new discovery around traits or a health marker, and if it's not on the array originally, you, you won't be able to add it to the report. Basebuzz is based on sequencing. So we will continuously add new traits and new markers and new breeds forever into our reports. And you know, I really consider us to be a living document for the life of your pet. Uh, we've had some cats in our in our database since the very beginning, so now for three and a half years, and they have received multiple updates. Mm-hmm. And imagine that you spent a hundred dollars in twenty seventeen and twenty twenty one, you're still getting new information about your cat um, for free. It's really an awesome addition to uh, just owning a pet is always discovering new things in their genetics. So if if you buy our product now, in the coming years, you will learn more and more and more about your cats as the world learns more about cat genetics in general. That's really cool. And yeah, cats live for a while. So it's amazing that you offer this information for free ongoing after that first test. In terms of behavior, cats are notoriously mysterious creatures. Compared to dogs for which the genetics research field is more established, do you find that there is indeed more mystery in feline genomes as your testing unfolds? Absolutely. I mean, we just know so much less about cats. We have been studying dogs for many more years. The dog genome was first sequenced many, many years before the cat genome was. Actually, we've sequenced the cat genome. I think the first cat that was sequenced name was Cinnamon. And we did a really bad job. So there's lots and lots of mistakes in that first sequencing of the genome. So the the you know, it took years. I think we finally had the first genome for cat sequence in something like twenty eleven. I mean, we're talking about oh. um, a pet that has just been overlooked. And in many, many ways, it's been overlooked. So there's just so much more that we don't know. I think in general, pet health is becoming important because pet owners are changing. Now we're calling them pet parents. I think it is definitely the right 
nomenclature for mm-hmm. for us because we care so much. We consider our pets our kids. We're changing the way that we can that we look at their health, and that is changing the health space in general. So you're seeing startups like Baseboss getting funding, which I would guarantee you, you know, five, 10 years ago, um, investors would have looked at us and said, cats, come on, tiny space. And now, you know, the world is really, really is changing. And we're looking at cat diseases that are so interesting and just so prevalent. Like Baseboss looks at, I'll give you one example, atopic dermatitis is an incredibly important disease that affects a lot of cats. There's been very little study. Baseboss has thousands of cats whose either genotype or phenotype we've collected that points to atopic dermatitis. We're now working with one of the largest global leaders in pet health, working together to develop early stage diagnostics, to develop, to, to look at therapeutic discovery together for atopic dermatitis. And if it wasn't for someone like Baseballs with our massive database of direct-to-consumer data, these type of products wouldn't be wouldn't be focused on so much as much as they are now. There's a company actually here in California, you know, really close to us called Anavive. And Anavive is a small animal therapeutics company, and they're developing a diabetes drug for cats alongside Baseballs. We're, we're working on it together. So Baseballs is helping understand is there is there markers, is there is there interesting early stage discovery methodology that we can do together to find you know better drug discovery, better drugs for things like diabetes. We are really working on this kind of systematic scalable research platform that will yield novel drug targets for cats because the phenotype and the genetic and biome data that we're sitting on is so vast. Mm. And all this has happened in the last five years. There really none of this really existed before. And we really believe that, for example, the hits that are coming from our, our association studies that are based on all this data can yield hundreds, if not thousands, of potential new drug targets. Again, just such a cool new space drugs for the the hundred million cats that are in our homes, you know, developing better therapeutics for the one in three American homes that have a pet. It's exciting to be at the front line of it. It's shocking that it hasn't happened before, but I think the time is ripe now. It really is so shocking that it's taken until now for all of this work to be done. And the future looks very, very bright for baseballs. It's very exciting that from baseballs existing, there are all of these other businesses that are now able to exist. And I think just from a research perspective as well, understanding the cat genome has implications for understanding humans in terms of modeling sure. as well. So there's so much scope. And um, my final question, Anna, is... What do you think is the future of baseballs? We've talked about expanding how much of the genome that is being sequenced. We've talked about partnering with other companies. We've talked about paving the way for other companies and finding out more and more and more about very mysterious cats and their behaviors and traits and health concerns. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Bioscience LA is an independent innovation catalyst for life sciences and health innovation in the greater Los Angeles area accelerating the growth of funding, space, and talent, as well as messaging and awareness building. With support from LA County, Amgen, Pharma, Richard Lindquist, Richard Merkin, City of Hope, and Cedar sinai among others, 
we are working with a broad array of stakeholders to grow our ecosystem. Bioscience LA is a proud sponsor of BCLA. Follow us at BioscienceLA.org and at BioscienceLA to stay informed, get involved, and be hashtag LongLA. So what do you think is on the horizon over the next five years for Basepause? So I do think that the value of the company is not so much in cats as it is in our technology mm-hmm. and that we bring the best in tech and direct to consumer access and testing together to really improve pet health. So definitely there's other pets will be added to the platform. They will be dogs. They will be agriculture animals because we are an animal agnostic platform, even though we started with cats, because that's where my passion is. And that's where the greatest need was to really make a dent in early recognition and early treatment of disease, to really make a dent in even food. I really believe that there's a relationship between food and the data that we're collecting to really create better food for pets. I think there's a lot of problems when it comes to pet food. Just in general, you know, taking a step back, pet drug development, pet food development is faster, less expensive. uh, It's more predictable than human. And yet innovations in pet health is years behind human. That is just very, very unfortunate that right now when it comes to pet care, there's nothing that's customized. There's nothing that's personalized. It's very reactive until there's a symptom. And with things like base pause and our data and our, our access to customers, we really believe that there is a way to be proactive. There is a way to be individualized for every pet from the very beginning. So we're expanding into more pets. We definitely see the value in using the database and creating products alongside our data, using our data for insights, mining our data for insights. And those insights will be returned back to the pet parent in in a form of better products for them. So it's such a beautiful model. The pet parent submits data to us. They get a report back. They get to learn their, their pet better. But at the end, their data goes on to create better therapeutics or better food for all of the cats in the world. So it just goes so well with who we are as, as pet owners. We wanna, we want our pets to live longer and, and happier, but we also want all pets to be lo- live longer and happier. I don't know how many videos I've watched from like the dodo or from other places where I just see cats being rescued, and how many stories there are about rescue cats that resonate with me. I just love that stuff. And Basebuzz will bring our data and create better products for all cats out there. And and I would feel like my life has been lived uh, in in a fulfilling way when that happens. That is such a beautiful note to end on. I'm so excited about ordering my own test for our listeners who are also inspired by this episode. How do they access your products? What is the website that they should go to? They should go to basebuzz.com. They should check out, and, and I would imagine your listeners are scientists and love all this stuff. So check out all of our white papers, learn how we get to our products, learn what we do with the data, purchase our kits, become part of our story. Your cat will forever, for the life of them, learn more, more, you will learn more and more about your cat 
basebuzz.com and more products will be coming out so you're still getting in pretty early if you're getting in now awesome anna thank you so much for being a guest on inside biotech it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you this morning and hearing your passion behind base pause and also about the science that happens behind the company so thank you again thank you so much for tuning into the episode to find out more about bcla or base pause check out the show notes If you like the show, then please, please, please take a minute to subscribe and share. Our theme continues next month when I'll be talking to Peter Momposi, R&D Senior Process Designer at Lixia, a company expanding the scope of commercial microalgae cultivation by pursuing it for its nutritional significance. This podcast is a BCLA production. Thank you to our podcasting team, Kathy Groshen and Nanta Wadwa, my co-producers, Damon Palermo for sound design, Daniel Grays for the fantastic theme music, and of course, our sponsors. See you next time.